What's up and welcome to this week's episode of How Not to Summon a Podcast. I'm Shini Senpai and this week I'm joined by the guy who wants to be a cat so he can lick his own bum, Jim. It's the only way I can reach these days. <laughs> and that man who watched this show because he was told it was full of pussy, Grayson. I mean, it's a good reason to watch a show. And this week we are doing Netflix own... It's a good reason! It's a good reason, right? <laughs> a Whisker Away. <laughs> Wanna take a stab at the genre for this one? Shit. Like oh wait. Uh, yeah. Wait, no, <laughs> sorry. Um Netflix. <laughs> Fantasy slice of, slice of life shit. Yeah, I'd go slice of life. Yeah. No. Sci fi. No. Bollocks. Supernatural. <laughs> no. It's fantasy. Okay. Uh, slash <laughs> romance. Ro- <laughs> sort your fucking categories Let's out. be Seriously. honest, it is centred solely around the the feelings of this one person. There's no romance that, in this. The whole There's thing no is... Dri- yeah, but it's all driven by that it's one... one-sided. I, I love you. Yeah. Yeah. It's, Unrequited it's a, it's love. It's a stalker. She's yeah. definitely a stalker, right? She's, She's found a magical way to get on some guy's lap. Yeah. To get, yeah, it's to get a bit the weird, isn't it? Yeah. So anyway, directed by Junichi Sato, who's done other things like Sailor Moon. Um, yeah. <laughs> the studio is obviously Netflix. Uh, we've got our own Netflix adaption here. It's not an adaption. It's Netflix's own original voice cast. I've only done the two. Mio Sasaki is voiced by Jeremy Lee. Yeah. Asuna. Asuna Yuki. Yeah, you could hear uh, that. She, she away, right? obviously also voices Taro the cat because it's the same character. Kento is voiced by Johnny Young Bosch. What? Couldn't find much else about Johnny it. Young Bosch. Johnny That's Young before Bosch. Before this, all he did was make Hoovers. Hoovers. Uh, no, just appliances in general. No, just a Hoover. <laughs> I have the Bosch appliances with his brother. <laughs> Johnny Bosch made the, made the vacuum cleaners. IMDb rating. Shit. That's just him having sex, uh, right? Five. Four and a half. Five. That name is just him having sex, right? Johnny Young Bosch. <laughs> what? <laughs> the young part worries me. Get <laughs> 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 the rating, IMDb. Seven. It's a 6.7 out of 10. Uh, I have an RT rating as well. Is out this of the 100%. I've got both. both. I've got the Rotten Tomatoes one so and then the audience one. It's going to be 90%. 53. 53, you're mm. going with critics. You think they shit on this, do yeah, you? Yeah, I do. No, they always get up Netflix ass. I'm going to go like 85. 93%. There we go. There we go for the critics. Yeah. And the audience? Mm. Audience score? 65. Uh, I was going to say 65 as well, but I'll go 67 just to be awkward. 75% audience How? score. How? Stay tuned I for mean, our rating. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, we like this one, we promise. I mean, that's getting cut. <laughs> so, <laughs> act one. Let's kick things off with a whisker away. I wish the ending was a whisker away. <laughs> Stay tuned for the next <laughs> hour. <laughs> so, so, it opens with uh, Mio's voice being heard, and you see this young girl walking down an alleyway full of... Like what looks like oh, like no. demon cat. He's taking his shoes off. Right. Demon cat spirits, and then that quickly sort of washes away, and we are introduced to Mio herself, and she's with her mum, and they're talking about her mum wanting her to live with her, and asking questions about her father and the new stepmother and everything. So they establish very quickly Mio's family split. She's in a broken 
uh, family. How old is she, by the way? Relationship. Um, Twelve? Uh, Thirteen? It looked like she was so no high, early high school, so 13, 14, I would assume. I would say. Yeah, and your mum's talking 13, about yeah. you should leave your father and come and live with me. I'd be like, mum, just get me a goldfish. <laughs> <laughs> I want a goldfish from the <laughs> what, fair. 13? Yeah. I'm, I'm, no, I was a little bit more savvy than that. Were you? Yes. Fine. I nearly had a beard by that age. <laughs> yeah. Did you? Yes. I, I, I had facial hair at seven. Yeah, seven, you have facial hair when you came out. You were seven years old. You had facial hair when you came out. I was genuinely born with facial hair, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> out the womb. I look like a monkey. Twirling a cane. Hello, honey. Fancy cane. I'm like a fancy monkey. <laughs> I'm so sorry to tell you this, but it's a fancy boy. What is it, doctor? It's a twat. <laughs> it's a fancy lad over here. <laughs> we'll definitely call him Lee. <laughs> mm, that worked out well, didn't it? <laughs> fancy name. We also know very early on that Mio hates the world. She says it, and it's all to do with this drama behind the family being broken. So, an overreaction? Yeah. This is a child's overreaction to their parents splitting. Yeah. That she now blames the entire fucking world for her problems. Or just the poor decisions of two people. But her, yeah. her very early on, we see that her fucking life isn't even that bad. It's not bad at all. No, she's got like she lives this with cool her dad. fucking she's got, room. This, her stepmother is actually very nice. Accommodating, supportive, emotionally present. Yeah, and yet... She has disengaged with everything. And we'll say it quickly now, early on. They took a fragment of silent voice. Yes, they did. Uh, in the fact that she sees everyone that she has no attachment to as scarecrows. Yeah. Um, a, a bit like silent voice did with the X's over the faces. Yeah. I mean, it, it looked cool. Don't get me wrong. But we, well, we understood the premise, it, didn't we, very early yeah. on? Yeah. That this why girl wouldn't is... you just blur them out or something? Yeah. Or... Do, Silent I, voice did it better with the X, just the did. X's over the faces. Yeah, because it's a big no. Do you know why? This is just like some weird it's, thing. It, do, it doesn't make any sense when you actually think about it. No, why scarecrows? Because they stole techniques from Ghibli. Yes, yes, they did. Oh, can we talk about the animation? My neighbor Totoro Cat going on. It's a cross between the animations of Makoto Shinkai's yeah and Ghibli storyline. Yeah, yeah, and but the animation for it is so digital. Yes, yes. It's too smooth and too very smooth. The cat's too very nice jarring. that it's no longer animation. The it, cat's it, too jarring for me. Everything is just kind of yeah. It just makes you feel uncomfortable watching it because yeah. of how smooth it is. You when you watch an animation, you want that jankiness to and it. It's an animation. You want that kind of feeling of effort and hand drawn. Even Makoto's ones that are like be- visually beautiful. Don't make you feel the way that this no, one did. No, because they, again, it, it's that balance of hand-drawn animation with probably digital backgrounds yeah. Yeah. blended really well. Obviously, Makoto does colours very well as yeah. well, though, doesn't and he? It's blended really well. This one is just digital everywhere, Yeah, probably to save money and time. And it just does. It looks like, it looks like shit. <laughs> uh, stills of it look good, yeah. but when you see it moving, it just looks like shit. Yeah. So... Mio, who hates the world, we see her at the festival and she runs off uh, because she hates the world. And she runs into... Totoro Cat. Marcella. It's my neighbour Totoro, the big 
thing. Marcella is voiced by Keith uh, Silverstein. Who's a bad guy. You uh, can tell he, instantly. He is, uh, he, he's also done Shin from Bubble. He's also just the Cheshire cat that let himself go a bit. Yes. From what? Alice in Wonderland? No, from Toy Story. Oh, of course right. Alice in Wonderland, you <laughs> fucking giant ape. I don't know. Cheshire cat is... Yeah. I don't know. Okay, anyway. I didn't he, watch that much Alice in Wonderland. I don't listen to hip hop. The, yeah. <laughs> the fact she is not terrified of a giant humanoid looking talking cat is, is but baffles me already. But anyway, he offers her a mask and says to her, Would you like to try one on? Would you like to be a cat? We cut well, we cut then to the next what I assume is the next day, and Mio's on her way to school. We meet a friend, uh Yoriko. Yoriko. And that's when we first see that everyone around her becomes scarecrows as she's walking into the school. Apart from one person who doesn't become a scarecrow, which is Kento. And so she, she, it was weird, right? She uh, jumps into him, and and she does it because you know. Oh, the sunrise dive or whatever. Sunrise it's yes. attack, whatever it is. Yeah, we used yeah. to call it a guomp. What? It's what you used to. During the like emo and scene kid days, is that you, what they call it? When you run and hug, when you run and hug people, it used to be called. A no, she doesn't. She butt slams him. Yeah. yeah, she turns her back and butt slams it, and she says Weird. she does it because she loves him. I love you, butt. Cut to her <laughs> then on a bench. Oh deep, no, deep. I get it now. <laughs> butt stuff. Okay. It's all about the butt stuff. You're in love. You do the butt stuff. <laughs> Apparently. Cut to her then it's on a, a bench with her friend, and she's deep throating ice cream. Go on. <laughs> I love the fact that that's so her place. So She's hilarious. on her bench, deep throating ice cream. Literally, literally. Who eats an ice cream like that? Anyone? <laughs> or you do not want to own up to it? Not ice cream, anyway. <laughs> Lee can get an ice cream down without even doing that. It's just like I've got pelican. sensitive teeth. I don't want to touch it's just like sides. a pelican. Exactly. <laughs> <Just> <laughs> she then flashes back to the time at the festival. And we see her and Kento, like, cuddling under uh, cover while it's raining around. Um, and he's sort of spilling out his feelings um, to her, which I obviously is very confusing to start with because we were all like, he's really you... distant with her. We just saw when she did the whole jumping into him, the sunrise thing, whatever it is. Yeah. Uh, he was like, stay away from me, leave me alone. All at but school, yeah, yeah. The flashback shows them to cuddling and sharing a moment i thought for a start that she was in her own like world little fantasy thing. Yeah. little fantasy where she was like oh he he Day does dreaming. all this yeah for me you know what i mean like she she thinks that he's doing all this for her yeah because she's projecting what she wants to see yeah for a start. Which, would, which would be even more unhealthy mm. i mean it's pretty unhealthy what she does but we see her return home and she grabs the cat mask from under her bed we don't see what happens because it cuts then to Kento, who's returning home, and we see that Kento's mum's a bit of a drag. Um, <laughs> she is. What a fucking. That's a drag, man. She is a bit of a drag. She's it's really. Drag. She's not horrible, but she's not Nanny. pleasant. She's, she's a so, she She's that. You know, I just watched Megan. I don't know if you've seen it yet. Not yet, no. There's a, a kid in it whose parents die, and then the kid goes to live with her aunt. And the aunt is so nonchalant. This, this is his mum. It's fair, I got very much the same vibes. Just this nonchalant person that's like, yeah, my kid's there, I guess. Yeah. And you're just like, I'll well, cook for him. Yeah, uh, I mean, I'll do. I'll do the basics. Have you yeah. done your homework? Or yeah. else you won't be a doctor if you don't do your homework. <laughs> she's just very. Yeah, she's just not bothered at all. And his family obviously own a business of pottery making. 
Um, he, uh, she also says, oh, you won't get into that school if you don't study. And you need to study all the time. She says to him, we need you to do well because you're the man and you need to look after the family. I like the fact with that... With Grandpa uh, sat right there. To a, she, says <laughs> this to, man. she says this to what is probably a 13-year-old child. That was really funny as well. The daughter, though, that was like, that's nice, Mum. Carry on with the stereotypes. Uh, she's older, right? His yeah, sister yeah. is an older His sister. Because she's, she's, she fancies the pottery guy. She's quite chill. Which is a bit there. weird. He's like, I don't, she's still I, the young. sister's probably about 15, yeah. 16. And the, pot, I, the guy I who works maybe in the pottery... I thought like 18, 19. Do you, re- do you reckon? I didn't yeah. think she was. But the pottery guy who works in the studio with the soap patch beard is probably, you know, mid-20s. 40. <laughs> 40. So, yeah, like, Kento's got all these, like, heavy expectations on him because his mum is just disengaged with the she's family, really. She's a Karen. She seems like a Karen. She's a knobhead. And we see, we see we see Kento then go out looking for, and he's calling out for Taro. This is when we knew, right? That Soon, was the worst kept secret ever. Like Taro walks around the like, yeah. Taro walks around the corner, the white cat, and you're like, "That's me." Literally, looks yeah. like the cat out of the Emperor's New Groove. I mean, the message right so far in this story is: if you offer a boy pussy, he'll he'll like you. <laughs> I think he believes he, he associates Taro with his dead dog, and he's yes, like Taro is like the Taro, dog. Yeah. Taro is the reincarnation of my dead dog that I loved, and his Which dead dog was called Taro. Just keeps popping up every time. Uh, Seven p.m. chimes. Well, after that, she spent a bit of time with him. Does she turn into as a, a cat? Well, no, she she runs off. Now I thought there was a time limit. I thought so nope. as well. No, but whenever I, she I pulls this, the mask off. No, yeah. So this she has to do a backflip. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah. Genuinely has to do a backflip. I'll do a backflip back for style. She does a backflip. She does every single time. Um, Pink mist. There is no time limit. I think it's just that she had to get home before she was discovered missing. So she's like seven o'clock hits. That's dinner time. They'll be looking for me at that about that time. So we see her go back. She changes back into Mio. Uh, falls off the roof. Uh, I enjoyed this bit because and she then manages to, to fucking back change on. back again. And then the cat lands on its feet. Flashback again to the festival, and we see an unhappy Kento finding a very sad Taro, a tired the cat, cat, by the bit that they were at. And then we realise that what she imagined was actually him spilling his heart out to the cat. Cat her. Yes. Yeah, he yeah. doesn't know that. Yeah, but he didn't know that that no, was No, no. He's talking to a fucking creature that doesn't understand him. Yeah, but she she's interpreted it in her own head as him and her having that moment where Psycho. actually it's not. That's our first red flag. Taro then meets the Marcella again. And this is when he turns around and goes, "Have do you enjoy being a cat? How about you give me your human face in exchange for becoming a cat for real? I enjoy the voice. <laughs> That's the red flag. I enjoy... That's when you go, hmm. no... <laughs> That's where you pull out your leader and go, hold on a minute. Oh, see what you're doing there. <laughs> Give me your human face and become a cat. Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> Are we all then going, take the mask off and going, no. Yeah, yeah. I, I, he's clearly I, I, a shifty guy. He's a shifty the fact dude. that he's like, hmm. Give me your face. I'm like, <laughs> no. Why, why are you is the Death like Star operational by the time his friends yes, arrive? Uh, <laughs> 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 Quite operational. <laughs> Give me your face. This that was a bit more Bane than fucking. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, 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 <laughs> I'm afraid this mask will be quite operational by the time your friends arrive. We get 
another flashback of Mio in a happy home life back when her parents were together and everything like that. And then we see a real home life and we see how hard her dad is trying to get her to bond with the new stepmom. I like that though. It showed the actual These, these two parental in. figures are yeah. brilliant. They're really good. The dad's giving her space and the mum's giving her space and allowing the, the, it to grow in its own time rather than force it. Yeah, they're And not it's not like, it. you're going to like your stepmom. And you know what's even better about it? He just suggests. Yeah, he's just like, why don't you chill out? It's no? Cool. It's the fact that the dad's trying really hard when actually it was her mum that walked out on them. Yeah. So he's trying really hard to fix this situation with somebody. From what we can see, help. the mum's a bit of a deadbeat mum. Yeah, she's a the bit out a there, right? The mum's a cunt. She's like, a bit, the she's one time she YouTube. comes over and it's like, you lost our daughter. And it's like, hang on a minute. You haven't been here for three months. Well, they actually well, did we sat, see that bit, though? Because <laughs> the guy's like, catfight. Catfight. Oh, that right. will come up. Uh, they do say about the mum, though, that she disappeared. Mm-hmm. That she just fucked off. She became a cat. She had a <laughs> cat mask for a while. So we go back at the school. And we see two guys from their class bitching about these these kids by the way dicks oh the two lads in the class dicks. they're dicks absolutely getting the shit kicked out and these two kids again yeah. try and rip off another uh fucking thing silent called, voice yeah, thing yeah they're, well, they're, yeah, they're, they're they that level of prick and there's two of them they're, yeah. they're the same characters yeah. that well, the, do the the hearing aid shit they bitch mm-hmm. about mio and Mio overhears with her friend on the bridge. But she's like, and her friend's like, does it bother you? And she's like, no, I'm not bothered. They can say what they like about me. I'm still me. And it doesn't matter. Which I find a character odd because she hates the fucking world. Yet she's this bubbly person who's like, I don't care what people say about me. And it they call her Moogie. And it doesn't like, come across as some kind of coping mechanism. It, genu- genuinely, looks it like, genuinely looks like she's happy and bubbly, yeah. yeah. It doesn't come across like when no one's there, she goes, oh my God, I'm so depressed. And, and everybody sad. thinks that she's really happy and bubbly as well, don't they? Because they are like... Why Which is partly why these guys bitch about her, because they're like, yeah. oh, she's fucking unbearable. Uh, but then they change their attention to... She is unbearable. To... She's that annoying prick that doesn't know when to chill. Just calm down. Yeah, she's That's a, all you've got she, to do. She Stop is running a bit and jumping at people every five minutes. She is a bit much. And being really loud and weird for the sake of being weird. Personality. You know, right. a fucking... A bent fork is unique, but it's fucking useless. <laughs> their bitch in... spoon? Their bitch in then turns to Kento. Saying... And they start bitching about him. So she gets angry about this and she throws herself from the top rope from the bridge of the school uh, through a tree through a tree and lands on the floor manages to miss every branch on the way down she cuts herself up badly yeah how are you missing a branch in that tree Uh, literally you did a cat jump you jumped and she must spread eagle she must have hit that would have slowed her down so she must have hit a branch she's got to have hit yeah we didn't hear an <laughs> and her tumbling fucking down. She never actually turned into a cat. She just had brain damage. That was why. <laughs> I, thought, I thought she was... <laughs> She's out his window. <laughs> <laughs> meow. <laughs> Jumps on his lap. Yeah. <laughs> meow. <laughs> she um, has a go at the two lads and Kento sees this and he runs over and he, he takes her hand and he's like, come on, we need to take you to the nurse. You've hurt yourself. And they end. They end up having like this friendship group lunch together, and and this is when she she again she's a bit much because she climbs that fucking she climbs the railing of the roof, like doesn't she? And screams out, and what she scream out? 
She uh, says something about him. His he rice makes the balls. best lunch. Or uh, oh yeah, that's banging on about his rice balls are salty. That's it. Yeah, and it, salty. It can't. You could have said tasty. It makes him <laughs> that too. Well, his rice balls are tasty. That made me. I love well. his salty balls. <laughs> and it makes him giggle. It makes so, me laugh. What we've learned so far from this movie is if you. Offer yourself up as pussy, they'll like you. And if you bang on about how good their balls are, they'll like you. They'll giggle. And if you, <laughs> and if you throw yourself you know, off a bridge, that all we've got tree. is pussy. Don't forget the balls. That's it. <laughs> That's throw, the message so far, kids. <laughs> and like I said, throw yourself off a bridge and throw yourself off women, a bridge. Yeah. yeah. As she you hops down, uh, he catches her scent, and he's like. You smell the same as taro. Sunshine. You smell like sunshine. Sunshine doesn't smell, smell like anything. sunshine. It smell of anything. <laughs> well, what, what it smells sunshine. Well, it's refreshing, isn't it? She then gets home and she starts uh, fangirling over her lunch date with Kento. And she does the whole high school girl thing where she's red like... Flag, red flag. Red what flag. What is the whole, like... Flag. Muge thing. What was the actual anagram for Muge? I don't know. Muge, but I don't there know. was a whole reason I why they kept calling her Muge. I don't care. Yeah, mm. I just don't I care. Don't care. Gone. And so far, Mio. the only character I like in this so far is her best mate, who seems pretty fucking cool. Yeah, she, she's, she's like the right chill. level of chill. She's fucking funny. She'll yeah. join in on some stuff. She doesn't mind being a bit silly, but right she knows when chill. to fucking calm the fuck down. The rest of them kind of seem like assholes. Yeah. So she turns back into Taro. That evening, even though she spent the entire day with him, she turns back into Taro to go and see him again. And she doesn't walk straight in because she overhears the conversation Kento's having with his mum about her wanting to sell the family pottery business. Um, because granddad's eyes aren't as good as they were before. Uh, and it's just financially, so make them worse, it's so financially not stable anymore. Bitch, learn to make pottery and make some money. Apparently, relying on granddad and then putting pressure on your twelve-year-old kid to do it. What you do? Fucking do it, love. The suggestion was, "Oh, why don't we make pottery classes as well for extra income?" And the mum's like, "That's an oversaturated market in our area." To be fair, we can relate. So, well, pottery (laughs) oversaturated. Yeah, I have been doing too much pottery. To be honest, (laughs) so she doesn't visit Kento then, but then she comes back again right at, at night. Which is even creepier. And this is when so he weird. talks about her to her. No lads doing that, are <laughs> 12 years old, Telling you're a going, cat. there's a girl at school, she's pretty fucking tidy. Got a good, <laughs> good haircut. Uh, could you imagine sitting there telling Frank She loves my balls. No. <laughs> he says that he just wants to take a page out of her book where to be more of a free spirit, to speak his mind more because he's got... Stuff he wants to say to his mum, but he do not say it. Pussy. Imagine if <laughs> Do it. Back. Mar- Marcella <laughs> comes back again as she's uh, leaving and heading home. He comes back. He still wants her to stay as a cat. He's still trying to convince her at this point. I would at this point be like, why are you so desperate for yeah. me to want to lose my What's face? Your What's your angle? What's your angle, cat face mask seller? Cat face, Marcella. Nice. So literal. (laughs) She gets home and she overhears her parents talking about the fact that they know she's been sneaking out. Uh, She she walks, they they hear her outside the door and then she goes in. She goes, "Uh, I I just spend all my time on the roof. Like a cat. 
And we cut to the next school. They don't question it. They cut the, no, yeah, cut they're to the right, next school cool. day. That's fine. Go on the roof. Because they give her her space. She, That's a lot of space. She chooses Never this... chill out on the roof? I used to chill out on the roof. No. I'm not kidding. Oh, no, I used to out my, my window used to go over the kitchen roof, so I used to chill out on there. If it was a flat roof? No, no, it was a... Oh, slanty. A slanty roof, yeah. No wonder you got so many injuries when you were young. I never got an injury from the roof. I got an injury from skateboarding. Mm. The difference. And BMXing. He impaled his nuts when he was That young. was not skateboarding, that was climbing a fence. Uh, yeah, so you were climbing a roof. <laughs> another well. dangerous sport. Yeah, another dangerous <laughs> thing to do. <laughs> so, she decides... She, she decides... <laughs> there was a girl going, on the other side. I was four, but... <laughs> she, four? she had a Batmobile that I wanted. <laughs> oh, I wish that was a joke. That's a <laughs> genuine reason. She gave me it when I came back from Hallsville. Me, <laughs> you, what's up and welcome to this week's episode of How Not to Summon a Scenario, where we ask the important questions. What would you do to get the Batmobile? <laughs> so you can do it. First try right no, there. Look at that. said Batmobile. Batnamobile. Batmanobile. Yeah, I didn't want him to... Uh, it's copyright. Mio decides it's time that she's going to give Kento a love letter. Or a letter. It's not necessarily a love letter. It um, kind of is, but, but Connor's just expressing her it's feelings. A, a confession. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I've been hiding out in your room. Unfortunately That for pussy her, you like... It me. <laughs> it me. <laughs> I thought that was what it was going to be, saying, like, I'm a, I'm actually no, she's, a cat. It's more about her to. associating herself with his feelings, saying we, we're kind of the same. We feel the same. Did anybody feel any emotional attachment to this part? None. Literally none. I just felt awkward. This scene pissed me off. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because the two guys steal the letter from her, and then he decides he's going to allow to the class read her letter, her yeah. confession letter out loud. Uh, he pissed me off. Yeah, he, that that kid needed somebody to punch him square. In the Why nose. didn't she punch him? She ch- well, she tries to get the letter back. I mean, off she him. If, punch one of them, and then you've only got to deal with the I other mean, one. The way she was dancing around that room, chasing him, she's not very agile for being a cat. Like. <laughs> Imagine if she'd have became the cat at that point, just be like, get the letter. God, she would look like an absolute nut job. She'd look even worse, just running up on fucking desks. Scratches him. Kento Kento eventually gets hold of the letter and he then turns on Mio and he's like, Do you not realise how embarrassed I am right now? And he gets angry at her and he tells her he says, I hate you and he screws the letter up and she cries for well, she gets really teary and she runs off and her friend runs after her. Stands on uh, the goddamn desk that the yeah, guy is literally jumps on the desk crushes the guy in his ribs. I mean, fair. We cut to them both on the bridge, and her friend is absolutely bawling her eyes out. She is sad for Mio, which is it's nice. Yes, I like you said the friend was the only one that you were like, you know, yeah. oh, this is nice. This is a nice character. She had redeeming features. You know, her friend is genuinely upset qualities. for her. Good yeah. qualities in a yeah. person. Her friend's a cunt, but. I mean, we were just talking about No, the cat one. Oh, wait. The friend's friend would be the main character. Mio goes yeah. Mio goes back home and she's she's at home. She's sad. And the stepmother knocks on the door and is like, can I come in? And she's cry- She's in the middle of crying at that point. And then she pretends she's doing sit-ups. And the stepmother comes in and she's like, do you want to talk to me about it? And, you know, I know that you're not 
as happy as you keep trying to pretend you are and I want to be here and listen and then she just kicks off at her and she kicks off about her whole family situation. How dare you be sensitive and nice and kind and she asks me about my feelings. She throws herself from the balcony into the tree, changes into Taro, the family don't see it and they run out the house as she runs in the opposite direction as Taro. How do they not see this cat? How did no one see Yeah. It? The cat transformation. Um, and how did they... Watching Again, if you saw your child throw themselves from a balcony, turn into a cat and run off, I'd be like, wait, what? <laughs> Can I do that? Yeah. <laughs> I would throw Jump myself out. from the balcony and hope <laughs> it happened. Hold on. He stands at the window, cuts in. <laughs> straight to fucking hospital. Uh, we then see Mio has changed back to her human form. She's in a park in one of the whatever it is, crying inside. It's like a kiddies play tunnel, oh, it's a climbing tunnel frame, thing, isn't, isn't it? it? Like yeah, it's, but it's covered thing, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. We like also then see Kento back at his house and he's got the letter that he's unscrewed and he's thinking about the letter and the contents of it. And then Taro turns up. <sighs> And he turns to Taro. This is when he's sort of thinking about the letter, thinking about how he feels about Mio and everything like that. And he and he says he turns around to Taro and says, "I love you," because he can't do it to Mio because he's embarrassed. So then Taro decides, but, or Mio decides. She misinterprets him saying "I love I, you" as him love loving the cat. the cat version of her. So then she thinks, well. He loves Taro, not Mio, so I'm better off being Taro. Good message. Even though your life would be shorter, because cats like don't live longer. Yeah. Like, anyway. We all doing this at the age of 13? She spends the night at Kento's. No. She, sp- she spends the night at Kento's house as the cat, and wakes up, and Marcel is back. And she tells him that she wants to stay as a cat. So he rips off her face mask... Um, her face face mask and he's like he does tell, turn around to her because she's like is that it can I never be a human again and he's like well no if you put this mask back on again um, it would just be all cool again okay. but then, and then he runs off with the mask school meeting is going on Tara uh, the missing Mio everyone's found out Mio's gone missing and the whole school's talking about it Kento wants to take it upon himself to go looking for her and Yoriko turns around to Kento and goes, well, before you go, let me fill you in a bit, little bit about Mio's background and what, what she's actually going through uh, and so you can understand her more because you upset her last time. Nice friend thing to do. Nice friend thing to do. Like, because it also at this point dawns on him that her fucking outer facade of just being happy and when he finds out her time, problems, yeah. yeah, he finally goes, we are similar. Yeah. I can, I understand her better, although... It should have come from fucking Mio to him. Yes, it should have. Flashback to a very brief moment of Yoriko and Mio's friendship where um, Yoriko like, was walking home with those other two girls who hated Mio. So Mio threw her shoes at them and then ran off. And then Yoriko ran after her. Just being the weird kid, just for the sake of being the weird kid. Yeah. Why would you throw your shoes? Shoes are really Who throws a shoe? And, they, <laughs> and then they sneak off. Uh, so Yoriko... And Kento, they sneak off to go and find Mio. Sounded very <clears throat> Dr. Zeus sort of thing. Who threw that shoe? <laughs> the shoe that you? I threw at you. <laughs> they were sandals. They were yeah. blue. Those shoes of blue <laughs> that I threw at you. This is when her real mum turns up at the house. 
and she's like, how the hell did you lose my daughter? And uh, the stepmom turns around and goes, you went fucking missing out of her life for years. So don't stand here and take the high road. I love Good that. Good step. And, and then there's a mum fight. Mum fight. <laughs> mum fight. Mum fight. And the two have a little We're bit. And the dad's, the, just, the dad's like, oh, oh my God. God. Flying everywhere. Popcorn. <laughs> he, doesn't, he doesn't try to stop him. He just stands there and is like, oh, no. <laughs> oh, no, please. Um, nom, 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 nom. Uh, stop. Nom, what nom, nom, a nom. shame. <laughs> what Zip. Shame. She also overhears when she's uh, wandering around as Taro. Uh, that Kento is looking for her. She's like, why is Kento looking for me? He he doesn't care about me as Mio. There's a second where uh, she's listening to Kento's grandpa talk. And just for a split second, one of his words doesn't translate for her. And it, it's all, it's muffled. That was the indication, right? Very quickly to us that it was like, yeah, she's not going to be able to understand people soon. Also, I did like the fact that we only got that cutscene of the mum fight because she turns up to say bye to them as a cat. And yes. she's like, they seem a bit preoccupied. Yeah. I'll come back another time. Uh, musical interlude comes in uh, of them looking for Mio. It, the music's nice. Yeah, I don't. I didn't have a problem with the music. I uh, thought the music was all right. I don't remember it. I don't remember it. Yeah, I'm with you. I mean, uh, I, it, not memorable. No, I didn't it's go, not memorable. It was just nice at the I, time. I didn't go, this is shit. But yeah. at no point I go... This will stick. Yeah. Uh, we see a sad Kento who's um, going on about Mio. And Taro finds him and he's, he, he tells the Taro about how sad he is about Mio going missing and how much he... And then he's about to say something very important about his feelings for Mio. And the sound dips out at the worst possible moment. And she now can no longer understand people. Meow. There's like a cut scene and then all of a sudden we see... Mio's back and uh, we find out it's been three days since she returned but she doesn't interact with Kento or people quite the same way and everyone's a little bit and Kento it catches Kento off he's a little bit like something's not right here and then we see Taro at the gate I thought it was Marcella I thought it was Marcella I thought it was Marcella I thought he just wanted to be a human made more sense right yeah I thought he just wanted to be a human that he had had his face taken by somebody and he's like I'll have yours now yeah so it's a fake Mio and it turns out that the person who now owns her face is Kinako her stepmother's cat and the reason Kinako is doing this is because Kinako, the stepmother treated Kinako really nicely as a cat, like really nice, loved her. And Kinako didn't like the way that Mio treated the stepmother. So she was like, I'm going to become you and treat her better. Made sense, but came out of fucking left field, right? Yeah. It made sense, but fucking came out of nowhere. Yeah. Unless you looked at the voice cast like I did and, and saw that there was a voice actor attached to Kinako and was like, When's that going to come into play? Oh, yeah, there it is. (laughs) And there it is. It just made no sense that they brought in this character right near the end. It added What they should have done was, had the cat there more. Well, Kinako's an... uh, They established Kinako is an older cat. So, near the end of his his life. life. Um, But then they also say that the deal that was struck, Kinako drops this bomb, that the mask seller and Kinako get half the lifespan each of Mio. Because of this deal. What's that mean for Kinako though? Because surely putting that mask on, she's becoming Mio, therefore would just get Mio's life. I, but I guess not. It's a finite one. 
And do you age when you're in the mask? Or would she, whenever she puts that mask on, she becomes that version of Mio? I don't know. It's not explained. Well, I imagine so if, I wasn't it sure. works the opposite. Like, if you keep a human mask on, you just become human. Well, yeah, that's what they said. Well, this is it. Is it changing? Yeah. Because they say, like, once the ceremony thing happens, then you both become permanent versions of this thing. Why but then the why, would he mention, thing? why would he mention that King Kiniko gets half the lifespan? Yeah, so they've traded. He gets that mask. I, I can tell gets. you why. It's to make the mask seller have some sort of motive, motive to yeah. do what he's doing. Because but, otherwise... I didn't need to go to the Kiniko. It didn't. Kiniko, he could have just said Kiniko becomes Mio and gets her thingy, but I also then steal... Ten years off of her, yeah, yeah, in in a trade, like I just the whole you get half and I get half thing doesn't make sense because then what Mio becomes a real per Kinako becomes Mio becomes a real person but only lives half their life to thirty five thirty five forty yeah yeah say forty at best yeah so then yes okay it's longer than a cat would live but it's still not that good. Do you know what I mean? I guess fucking... from her point of view, though, she only wants to live for as long as her the yeah. stepmom is there. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah, I guess so. Yeah, Which, uh, that stepmom, I'm guessing, is probably yeah. thirty, uh, uh, late thirties, probably. Yeah, yeah uh, mid thirties. Yeah, yeah. kind of would make sense. Yeah, I guess. It's I so know. it's so weird, and like you say, it just comes out of nowhere, and it becomes a bit that uh, little bit is very convoluted. Yeah, it is. I think it would have been better with potential. So instead of lifespan. I get your en- your life energy potential. The potential of what you could have done in that life if you'd have had that time. Just your soul. Yeah. That just makes him a devil, though. Yeah, but then also, why the hell do we have like the Fine. cat demons at the start? Well, you see, we see that again in a little while. So, Kinoko, she goes, she says to Kinoko, I need to speak to the Marcella, and Kinoko in her body is like, Follow the red path and you shall find the master. What, what was this? There's a red path that bears. What was this? Because only cats can see the red path. Follow the fucking yellow brick road shit going She on. follows the red path all the way to... The castle in the sky. Um, the tree in the sky. Yeah, the worst. A, a, yeah. a very small Tory gate. Uh, and the master appears and she tries to talk to him and he just fiddly dees off into the... Looks like he's walking across thin air and disappears. And then she squints real hard and then she sees the bridge. And the giant tree. Weathering with you, crossed with Spirited Away, crossed with Lapita. The fake Mio, by the way, also tells Taru a little bit earlier on, oh, don't worry, I'll get with Kento. Yeah. I'll do what you couldn't. I'll bone him. <laughs> Just yeah, so you know. Way... And then the fake Mio gets invited to go to the festival with him. And she's like, no, I'd rather go with the yeah. stepmom. Yeah. Right. But then Kinako witnesses the stepmom panicking and then going out looking for Kinako, her. And she's like, oh, I've, I've made a mistake here. Like, I shouldn't have left because now she's upset that I'm well, not there uh, as the cat. Yeah, there is no cat for her to look after. So she decides that she goes, very quick decision that she goes to Kento and then goes, hi, Kento, I'm not really Mio, and takes off the mask and spills the beans to Kento about it all. I mean, the fact that the embarrassment cool, that man would go through, by the way, when yeah. he's realised he spent all that time cuddling that cat. Yeah. And that's been Mio all and along. Would Letting you not lick be his freaked face. out? Would you not be freaked out? Yes. Yeah, but they, they almost do it with like a passage of time. 
don't they? Because the, he sees her take the mask on and off, and then all of a sudden it cuts scenes, and they're both sitting down having a chat. And it's like, oh, right, okay, so we've skipped the whole him freaking, freaking out, out, and now he's cool and chill with it all. I would not be As chill. I said, the embarrassment you'd also feel, because that's been Mio all along. Would you not be freaked out? Like, you've just had a girl that's been hanging around in your room as a cat. Talking about your salty balls. It's just being weird. It that is weird, is weird right? And yeah. that is something you're not going to be like, cool, I'm all right with it. Yep. Well, the two of them then head to Cat Island. <laughs> just fucking... What? It's Cat Island. Head off to Cat Island. Just fucking... Could they not come up with like something better? And just Cat Island. As they're wandering around, uh, Nico Land. The Nico- fake- oh, see Nico Land. The, fa- the fake Mio leads Kento um, across the, fa- the the invisible bridge, and they end up there. And she drags him to Marcella's house, where he's not in at the moment. So she pulls one of his masks off the wall, puts it on Kento. Unfortunately for him, he only gets the hands. Why? The Why? Why? Why does Why? he only get paws? I Why? I don't know. Wouldn't it have made more sense for him to just change into a version of a cat? Yeah. Yes. Instead, he gets the hands. Are we all in agreement about this? He should have just turned into a goddamn cat. Taro, or Mio, the real Mio, finds a group of ex-humans who have made deals with the mask seller beforehand. I like this part. That kind of makes yes. sense. Ex-humans that have all made the same pack that she has who now chill out on Cat Island in a bar yeah. and talk about how much they probably the regret the decision of yeah becoming cats. Not all of them regret it. No, not all of them. Aaron Yeager's in that bar. Yes, he is. Yeah, I, I did hear. The stoic man in the corner is Aaron Yeager. Yeah, I recognise I didn't recognise him without the screaming. He, that is him. You know the one right at the end who does the like drop onto the mask set? That Bryce is Pappenbrook. That yeah. is Bryce Pappenbrook. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. The mask seller pops up uh, in the bar while they're discussing. She she kind of rallies them lot and saying, I, I really need to, to find him. I, I want to be human again. And the, some of them in the bar relate to this. And then the mask seller pops up and he, he goes to sort of stop her. And then all the cats in the bar attack him. Cat fight. How long have you been holding on to that? She gets came straight off the dome piece. That one. Oh, fucking she hell. gets to Kento. She gets to the Marcella's house. He gives her the mask. She puts it on. Does a backflip. Doesn't work. And then he's. Uh, they're like kid. The Kinako turns around and goes. It's because she doesn't truly <coughs> believe she's going to be happy if she returns as a human. So then the Marcella pops back up, grabs Mio. We have a chase scene. Bit of a chase scene. Mio breaks free. Meets up with Kento, who nearly falls from the tree, but because he's got the cat hands and the claws, he manages just to just make him on. a cat. This <laughs> chase scene right? would have been much better if he'd got fresh cat powers. <laughs> yeah, didn't know what he could do as a cat and was yeah. just jumping and fucking clamming onto stuff. Yeah, they run back into Marcella, who takes them to a temple for the ceremony. <clears throat> they try to attack him, but the Marcella's too strong. And he do they pl- try and attack him? They're literally like, they're I'll just, just jump on you. Grabbing him. Yeah, and he's just like, get off. Knock yeah. I mean, You've got like, giant they keep, paws. They keep Knock him the fuck out, and Rocky. Claws and claws. I mean, yeah. They grab his tail instead and pull that. Grab his tail like, and twist it. Uh-huh. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> then he sucks out the lifespan of Taro, Mio, that becomes Mio as he pulls it out. Yeah. Kento fights for it back. Why is it a ball? Just made it a, a spirit asshole. orb, I guess. Yeah. A spirit orb. Then, uh, luckily, now we, now luckily for the our, dragon ball. <laughs> luckily for our team, the cats all turn back up again and help. 
and they manage to get the lifespan back. It's a very anticlimactic sort it of It is. So like anticlimactic. They get the lifespan back. Kento admits his love for Mio. They leave on a boat. Yeah. What's, what's that about? <laughs> what's that, what's what that, is that about? about? All of us. They walked here. Let's fucking. Well, Venice back. Also. <laughs> <laughs> Um, they turn back into humans and they hold hands and watch the sun as the tree fades away because they're not. Why did this anymore. naked cat get clothes? What naked cat? Yeah, why did the cat? The naked like... cat. Yeah. Ginnico. Put put the face back on, turned into the girl again, and was fully dressed. Oh, I don't know. It's kind of like D and D transformations, I guess. I guess they so. get sucked inside. Also, and then uh, I'm, I'm I don't understand this. If they turn back into people, wouldn't they not see Cat Island? Yeah, they do. It fades as they're standing there holding hands. Yeah, it fades I, I, out I of guess view. it'd be like yeah, the longer you leave the mask, uh, I guess off. so. It just fades away. So. Um, it would have been funnier if it just. <laughs> and then you get off. like a, an end sequence when the credits are running of like a panel by panel of how they're getting on. Afterwards, no. uh, she's back to normal. Doing he Kento does the sunrise attack on her. Lazy. And they're all having a giggle. Lazy. Um, we didn't have a conversation about yeah, you were a cat in my room. Basically, every, everybody's just like happy now, and and everybody's getting on really well. All all we wanted and, you know, in that last little bit, I don't want lots of pictures. I want one picture of her as a human laying on his lap, and him stroking her hair or something. That's it. I don't need the rest. I don't. You saw you saw her very briefly repair her relationship with a real mum. We don't need that. Her mum's um, a cunt. <laughs> and so, um, that's the end of a whisker away. Um, how do we feel? I'd fix this. The moment I'd make it exactly how it was in the beginning, but the moment she gives up her human face, I'd make it kind of invasion of the body snatchers style, and her as a cat have got have got to get her face back from what is essentially a fucking monster. A bad guy. And make it a bit more. Marcella should have been the one that had the mask. Yeah, it, yeah, it, it was pretending to be her. It should have been. He should have been. Uh, a, a demon-esque kind of thing that just lives out the lives of other people. and then... to, to be immortal? Yeah. And then he goes back to being a cat until he tricks some other human. Yeah. Yeah. He but... just he just likes being human. So therefore he tricks humans into giving up their faces to become a human and then lives out their life, turns back into a cat again and then tricks another human to live out their life because he just likes... like. Drinking and smoking and thing, you know, he ruins their lives because he just becomes them, sins, dies, yeah. and then starts again. And he's just this evil entity. Yeah, and have them. But it's not like that. The ending. It's, then, it's supposed to be a fantasy romance. It's all lovey dovey. And the, and the ending then. Hold on. Evil, evil. The ending then should have been those two stealing his cat mask, so he can't do it anymore. But he can. That's the thing. The ending is that he never actually got his comeuppance. He no. just didn't get that, that girl's heart Yeah, back. great. You didn't get like 30 years. But he can st- look at the amount of people he's already done it exactly. to in the bar. Some of which regret it. My problem is with this. I'll, I'll be honest with you. I, I don't like it. No, I don't. Uh, uh, the storyline doesn't even make sense. It's convoluted. It's... Very convoluted. Um, my problem with it as well is that she never fixes her problems. Ever. There's actually no fixing of the problems that she has. They're just like, yeah, she lives. She, ma- ever she makes after. a mountain out of a molehill yeah. anyway. She but does what a child does, and is like, my world has ended because my parents have split up. This shouldn't have been. Fuck everyone this else. Even have... though the re- the other people in her life are actually really pleasant. Shouldn't yeah. have been a love story. This should have been. She fixes her life. 
Like, could have had the whole thing of, like, you don't love me. You're just looking for affection from she somebody. She falls in love with him because of the, that moment when he looks after her when she's a cat for the first exactly. time. Exactly. And then he should have the whole thing of, he realises she's a cat, and she, he then has that conversation with her being like, you don't love me. It was really weird that you also, like, It's because of what he cat. said to her, though, isn't it? She relates to his words at that moment, and that's why she falls in love with him, because of how gentle and kind he is and how much similarities there are between their lives and their problems and and that's why she falls in love with him yeah but she even does it when she's a cat on cat island she turns around and says i can't keep running from my problems because that's all they did when she's in the bar with the cats they yeah. say yeah we ran from our problems yeah yeah she should have had that moment where she's like yeah i don't really love him I'm just looking for affection because I haven't got it and I need to fix my action. But she life. does have affection at home. She just chooses she's not got to plenty. accept it. She's got tons. Yeah, and that's what I'm on about. She doesn't accept the She's got so her she best mate. To... She's got both parents that are present. You know. That's where they fucked it because they made it a loving home and the biggest like... fuck the biggest fuck up is making everyone around her so supportive and nice mm-hmm. because it doesn't give her any Room for reason growth. from our point of view as viewers to, to be, be the cat. way that she is <laughs> to want to be a cat because the only reason that she is the way that she is is because she's kind of a dick and also because she wants to get in this guy's life yes We're just like great but, but isn't brave enough to talk to him properly as Oh no, she's herself. brave enough to talk just to him. Get him a can like, of coke and sit next to him. For she's not. She sake. throws herself at him uh, as yeah. a, in the, with a sunrise attack as a sign of affection. Yeah, and then decides... instead of actually turning around and going, "I like you." Um, by the way, I, I, you know, this is me and this is my life. But her friend does that for her, and then the guy's like, "I, f- I get it." So what's the moral of the story then? This is what I'm on about. Like, what is the moral of this story? It's not as bad as it seems. It's probably like the only thing you can I take mean, away from it. That's probably it, right? And that's it. Yeah. Like, come on, cheer up. It's speak, not a love story. Speak it's... your mind a little bit. Yeah, it's not a love like, story. Like Kento does in the end. You, you see are... in his panel uh, by panel, he actually stretching. tells his mum. At any mum point that he wants watching this, did you go? Well, that's romantic. No. 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 That's what I'm on about. Then it's not a romance. No. None it of should it. be. I, I, I didn't a find any. Slice of life fixing somebody's life. I know romance. He does. And I didn't feel like no, that should have been an aspect of this movie. Because it's not in the movie. It should be silent voice style fixing. Fixing why, your problems. Why didn't we get the silent silent voice ending where they're just mates? Yeah. Like, he sees this girl who has a silent problem. Silent voice doesn't end like that, though. It's it's deeper than that. Oh, well, yeah. Well, yeah we, so, we well, it's open, in it's open for inter- interpretation yeah, yeah. from the viewer to, to yeah. kind of give the rest of the story. Because it's better written yeah, yeah but why right. isn't this very similar where instead of them falling in love it's just a guy that sees a girl that needs help yes and helps her grow into a better person yes. and a girl that sees a guy that needs help yeah and accidentally during the way learns that it's rewarding you to help to, someone without the reward have, um, of fucking love and affection yeah. just do it because it makes you feel good some she all you had to have is her hurting but hiding it and, and him, him hurting, hurting and hiding, hiding it, it yep. and him realising that she's doing that and then going and her realising that he's doing that Imagine both and that brings cats. them together not in a romantic way but they both understand that each other are hiding something Imagine if both of them were cats and one turned up to one's house and one turned up to the other house Well then they wouldn't be there Yeah, then they wouldn't Either. No, no, but on <laughs> separate times than that you, you mean separate times Yeah, yeah. no, I don't think that makes it because you cotton on sense, fairly yeah. quickly as a person 
Yeah. I don't know. Because if you can do it, and then suddenly this other cat's turning up, and you're like, hmm. I don't know, because then it gives them a reason for them to care about each other and know about each other's lives and problems. Well, they do anyway. And then you're... they can have that awkward moment where they've both had their blooming faces gone because they've no, both they, gone, they do it anyway, but anymore. you're just advancing in different ways. With her visiting him and him spilling his life out to her, it seems she's very understanding in... him, but he's not understanding her, which is fine. It, it just feels very invasive, though. Yes, because one is different way. to the it other. Would, it would be invasive if they were both cats. But it feels very be... intrusive one way. It's intrusive. It's, it, the if, concept is intrusive. You have to be a, intrusive with the concept. It's the, the same either way. You've still got someone pretending to be a cat sneaking into someone's house to learn their secrets and yeah. about their life. It's invasive both ways. Yeah. Because neither of them are consenting to it. The concept then, of it so is it's just still invasive. invasive. I mean, but then you could also have, if they were both cats, you could have then both realized they're both being invasive, have that conflict between themselves. And be like... It's a different show. Yeah. yeah, but that's because this show that we have just doesn't... But if there were both no cats like, all the way through, that makes it so much worse. That would, I, I think that it would be been, lazier storytelling. It, I think it would have been nicer maybe at the end if he got a cat mask and there was no price attached to it and they just went out every now and then just hung out as cats cool. and had a bit of fun. Yeah, I, be, yeah, that's I it. guess. I guess. Just, just cool. to kind of give the ending a bit more. I mean, he could have kept it. Character. There's nothing saying that he didn't keep his cat. No, mask. they didn't. They dropped on the floor and left. Yeah, them. they left him. Yeah. Oh, well, there you go. But, but if they would have both had one, yeah, and the the cat, the mask seller wasn't there anymore to do his thing because if they d- wiped him out and killed. Yeah, him. wiped him out. No, and, but, but if they would have just taken his mask no, off and he turned I mean, back into a human, then he can't get back to cat. Yeah, I mean, tree. Like, yeah, I don't know tree, why they yeah. didn't do it this way with the mask seller. Be like, he's desperate for this mask because he's ran out of his nine lives, and he needs this life to carry on. And then he just disappears. Yeah, they could have le- leaned into the whole cat thing a little yeah. bit. More, couldn't you, they? Yeah, he wasted his nine lives, so now he uses everyone else's. Well, yeah, and then well, he's he... got one left, and he'd rather he's be a human. Yeah. And then and so he needs it by yeah. the festival. And if he doesn't get it by the festival, he dissipates into nothing because yeah. he, he's. Lost he's already his nine dead. Yeah, yeah, exactly. He's on borrowed time. Yeah. yeah. So then, and then just have them. Yeah. Then he's gone. Have them both. Yeah, he at the disintegrates, end with and then mask. they're left with a mask each. And then, yeah. but you don't have them throw it on the ground. But you have a scene right at the end where they're both in separate bedrooms, but the cat masks on the wall or under their oh, bed no, I'll, under I'll, a I'll pillow. Have, I'll have just had them uh, during the credits, just running on, on a rooftops. Roof. And yeah. True. Having, yeah. having a moon. bit of a, a play, not not in a romantic way, just them two larking around, running on rooftops, doing cat stuff in front of the moon. Yeah, in the, in the, in the uh, with the moon in the background, it would have been a nice kind of yeah, yeah it would have been nice, visually nice ending. Mm. No romance, no romance. Just... You don't need the romance in this, yeah. do yeah, you? It's so out of place be. and it's so forced. It's very forced, and it's just jarring and to doesn't watch make sense her sometimes. force this affection onto a human being that just doesn't want it. Yeah, he's going through his own shit, and the last thing he wants is some girl fucking bumping uglies. In the middle of a fucking schoolyard. It's like, it's fucking weird. Ratings. Let's give it a rating. Three. Oh, you were close with me. I, I Three. was, was going to go for a 3.5. Um, I like some of the ideas. I like the big, I like the the, kind of the introduction of the humans that had made a mistake. I thought that was nice. Yes. It, yeah. it, it gives you a bit of a. There's been some pieces that are some nice. Some of the concepts It, are it good. shows some kind of consequences that could yes. happen, and I like that. I thought the voice acting from these guys were actually all right. Yeah, yeah, it was fine. It was fine. Nothing special. But that's kind of where my three come from. Yeah. The story's gone. 
It's gone. It's shit. Yeah, I mean, I'd, don't watch yeah, it. I'd give Crap. it. I'd give it a uh, three point five as well. I, I was going three point five because that's not amazing. So Netflix, a whisker away, gets the Summoning Boys three point three out of ten. Join us next week where we do a fan request from our biggest fan, Tyler Kings. We do episode one to six of Fire Force. If you've got any questions or queries or just want to see what we're up to, you can find us on Instagram, Twitter and Facebook at How Not To Summon or join our Discord at How Not To Summon A Podcast or go to our website at HowNotToSummon.com where you can find all our links. I've been Shini Senpai. I've been Jim. I've been Grayson. See you later. See ya. Tara. Meow. Meow. <laughs> no.